0: Hello out there, science nerds. You're listening to Evolving with Mr. V, a weekly podcast that covers the week that was in AP dual credit biology and much more. I'm your host, Mr. Oscar Velasquez, your master of the biological arts. And this is officially episode 12 of season two of the 2020-2021 school year. In this week's podcast, with our upcoming exam on Thursday and Friday, I'll get you ready by reviewing one of the big concepts on this exam, cell respiration. In this week's second segment, i'll share some announcements and reminders in the ap biology flash news minute and in our final segment i'll share a quick non-spoiler reaction slash review of the new marvel television series on disney plus wandavision in a segment i call streaming with mr v now before we begin the podcast we need to hear from our sponsor in a segment i call mr v needs to pay the mortgage This episode is brought to you by Redox Reactions. Hey, do you struggle maintaining energy throughout the day? Do you find yourself using up your energy too quickly and out by first period? Well, if so, try Redox Reactions. That's right. Oxidation reduction reactions will help release that energy from your snacky snacks and yum yums in a controlled stepwise manner instead of just one big step. So use redox reactions the next time you're trying to stay awake through a long biology lecture and release that energy slowly as molecules lose electrons, oxidation, and others gain electrons, reduction, helping you not just stay awake but understand complex biological concepts. Bazinga! So no more yawns or premature fatigue. Get redox reactions and have energy all day long to conquer your day. Side effects of redox reactions may include spontaneous yodeline, proton gradient formation, flatulence, and ATP. And we're back. So let's go ahead and hit that rewind button and review a big concept that will be well represented in our upcoming exam, cell respiration. So, in cell respiration, which is the process of releasing the energy stored in glucose, or really any carb, fat, or protein, with the help of oxygen. And that energy that is produced is in the form of ATP, the energy currency of the cell. Now, cell respiration is accomplished in three steps. So, let's do a quick review of each step so first up our first stage is glycolysis which literally means to split sugar and that gets accomplished in a 10-step process that is happening in the cytoplasm the cytosol of the cell not inside the mitochondria but in the cytoplasm and guys this happens with or without oxygen oxygen plays no part in glycolysis so this happens with it or without it so let's look at this 10-step reaction process a little bit closer now the first five reactions is usually what We call our energy investment phase two atps are used consumed to phosphorylate glucose to destabilize it weaken those bonds so we could then break glucose in half and it does break in half and the enzyme that breaks it in half is called aldolase right at that fifth step aldolase snaps it in half with the help of those two atps that were consumed to once again destabilize prime that glucose to break it in half now, the next five reactions, the last five reactions, that's our energy payoff phase where first we get a redox reaction. We oxidize our glucose. Glucose gets oxidized. It loses some electrons and NAD plus gets reduced to NADH. It picks up those electrons and now it's carrying those high energy electrons from our glucose. Now, a couple other steps happen and then we make four ATPs. Four ATPs are produced by substrate level phosphorylation. And after those four ATPs are produced, we are left with two pyruvates, two, three carbon sugars called pyruvates or pyruvic acids. So let's do a net summary of glycolysis. So we make a net of two ATPs. Yes, four were produced, but remember we did use two up in the beginning, so a net of two ATPs. We also produce two NADHs in glycolysis, and we are left with two pyruvates. Once again, two- Two, three carbon sugars, which still have a lot of energy. Remember, we've only tapped into about 4% of the energy in glucose. 96% are still in these pyruvates. Oh. Now, remember, if oxygen is present, these pyruvates will enter the mitochondria. But if no oxygen is present, then it's going to go into those fermentation pathways to recycle NAD+. But that's, you know, another little review session that you guys could do on your own. Go back and review your notes about those fermentation pathways. We're going to focus on what happens if O2 is present. And once again, if O2 is present, those pyruvates enter the mitochondria. Now, before we get to the second stage called the Krebs cycle or citric acid cycle, a three-step process occurs called oxidation of pyruvate. Not glycolysis, not the Krebs cycle, but just this little in-between stage that once again occurs in three steps. Now, in this oxidation of pyruvate, our three steps are first, a carbon breaks off our pyruvate and that carbon exits as a carbon dioxide. Then we have a step where we have a redox reaction where we oxidize our sugar. We strip it of some electrons and NAD plus is there to pick up those electrons. It gets reduced and gains those high energy electrons. And then our final step, we have a coenzyme that attaches to what's left of our Sugar and acetaldehyde sugar, and our final end product is acetyl CoA. So at the end of this oxidation of pyruvates, we are left with some acetyl CoAs. So to summarize, for the two pyruvates that enter this oxidation of pyruvates, we end up making two carbon dioxide molecules, two NADHs, and now we have two acetyl CoAs, which are now ready to go into the Krebs cycle. Wow, that's cool! So now we officially enter the second stage of. Of cell respiration, once again called the Krebs cycle, that occurs in the matrix of the mitochondria. Now, this is an eight step process where we completely oxidize what's left of glucose. We're going to strip it of all of its energy, and at the end, we're going to end up producing two carbon dioxides, three NADHs, one FADH2, and an ATP for every acetyl CoA that enters. However, you need to remember that for every glucose, we do end up processing two acetyl-CoA's. Two acetyl-CoA's will enter the Krebs cycle. So for two acetyl-CoA's from a glucose that enters the Krebs cycle, we're going to make four carbon dioxides, six NADH's, two FADH2's, and two ATP's. Now, at the end of the Krebs cycle, guys, glucose is gone. It has been demolished to carbon dioxide, to CO2, which we breathe out. And in this process, we've only made four ATPs, two in the Krebs cycle, two in glycolysis. But we have made a lot of NADH and now some FADH 2 Once again, these are high energy molecules. They're storing high energy electrons. And we're almost ready to cash them in in our last step. Now, a couple things that I do want to mention. Guys, when it comes to the Krebs cycle and even glycolysis, guys, there is no need to memorize these reactions, the eight steps in the Krebs cycle or the 10 reactions in glycolysis. Guys, I will show you diagrams of both of these. Remember, the key thing that you need to focus on is being able to spot where phosphorylation reactions occur, where redox reactions occur, and just being able to count the amount of CO2s released, the amount of ATP being produced the amount of NADH or FADH2 also being produced in these reactions. And also, what you need to remember, there are little clues you could use to help you remember when you see a phosphorylation or a redox reaction. Remember, for a phosphorylation, if you ever see ATP being used or consumed, or if you see a phosphate being added to a molecule, that's a phosphorylation step. Another dead giveaway, if the name of the enzyme doing that reaction ends in kinase, that's a phosphorylation step. Now, what gives away a redox reaction? If you see NAD plus come in, if you see FAD plus come in, guys, those are going to be redox reactions because NAD plus and FAD, those are electron carriers. They're the ones that are going to come in and get reduced to either NADH and FADH2. You see those in play, those are going to be redox reactions. Okay, guys, now it's time to hit that last step. Now, remember, in glycolysis, in oxidation of pyruvate, and now Now, the Krebs cycle, we have produced a lot of NADH and some FADH 2 Well, it's time to cash in those high energy electrons that they're carrying, that they're storing. And this last step is called oxidative phosphorylation, which includes the electron transport chain, sometimes referred to as the respiratory chain, and ATP synthase, sometimes called chemoosmosis. And guys, this this, this is the stage where oxygen plays a huge role. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. So let's start with the ETC, the electron transport chain. Now, this is found in the inner membrane of the mitochondria. Now, NADH and FADH2 will get oxidized. They'll release their electrons to the electron transport chain, which is composed of complex 1, 3, and 4. And as the electrons flow through the electron transport chain, all that energy gets released. They lose that energy. Now, that energy is used to pump hydrogen ions, H pluses, from the matrix, from low concentration to the inner intermembrane space, which is high concentration. And they're building a high concentration of hydrogen ions, potential energy in that intermembrane space. Now, oxygen has a huge role when it comes to the electron transport chain. Remember, oxygen is very electronegative, which means it pulls electrons closer to itself. And it is found at the end of the ETC, right at complex four. And it helps pull the electrons down the chain help them lose that energy slowly helping once again pump those hydrogen ions from low to high concentration from the matrix into the intermembrane space and at the end oxygen will get reduced it is our final electron acceptor and it gets reduced to h2o2 water one of the products of cell respiration now with that hydrogen ion concentration now building up in the intermembrane space with the help of oxygen and the electron transport chain now all the hydrogens want to flow back into the matrix and they're going to with the help of ATP synthase. ATP synthase also found on the inner membrane of the mitochondria, is pretty much our dam that's holding those hydrogen ions back, all that potential energy. Now, eventually, it will open up its gates and let those hydrogen ions flow through from high concentration from the intermembrane space back into the matrix, back into a low concentration. So, high to low. And guys, as they flow through ATP synthase, they crank it pretty much like a turbine, changing that potential energy to kinetic energy. And it's enough kinetic energy to phosphorylate a bunch of ADP into ATP. How much? Anywhere from about 30 to 34 ATPs are created right here at this last step. That's a lot of energy. Now, I do want to stress one more time the importance of oxygen. Guys, remember, oxygen right there at the end of complex 4 is responsible for this production of energy. Once again, it pulls electrons down the chain. If oxygen is not there, those electrons don't ever get unloaded from complex 1 or 3. They get stuck there, and now NADH no longer can get oxidized, and if no electrons flow through the ETC, you're never going to build that huge concentration in the intermembrane space of hydrogen ions. And if you don't build that concentration, ATP synthase is not going to function, which means no 30 to 34 ATPs, which means your cells are going to try to survive with four ATPs, which isn't going to happen. So once again, oxygen crucial to this part, hence why we call it aerobic respiration. Wow, that's cool. And remember, this last step of oxidative phosphorylation is responsible for 90% of the energy of cell respiration. So once again, crucial last step, needing oxygen so at the end of cell respiration we start with a glucose molecule and at the end we end up with six carbon dioxides four of the carbon dioxides come from the krebs cycle two of the carbon dioxides come from the oxidation of pyruvate we get six waters which are formed in oxidative phosphorylation and about 36 to 38 atps two from glycolysis two from the krebs cycle and about 30 to 34 from oxidative phosphorylation So there you have it, AP Dual Credit Biology jabronis, a quick review of cell respiration. Now make sure you review your notes, your online texts, videos, and review sheets to get the additional depth needed for the exam coming up on Thursday and Friday. And now for our second segment, the AP Biology Flash News Minute. And these are your important stories, announcements, and reminders for the week. Our first story, guys, don't forget, cell respiration and cell communication exam this Thursday for B-Day and Friday for A-Day. Remember, it covers chapters 9 and 11. So, time to get your study on. Now, for our second story, guys, for cell communication, make sure to focus on the three parts of the cell signaling pathway, which refer to this signal transduction pathway. And these three steps, these three parts are reception, transduction, and response. Don't hate the play or hate the game, son. Our next story, hey, do you need some help understanding or comprehending some of these complex biological concepts? Well, don't forget to hit those tutoring hours. Check your Google Classroom for times and Remember, in-person students, you could always just drop in and get that help. Nice. Now, for our next story, guys, it's time to announce the winner of the Trivia Podcast Challenge from our last episode, episode 11. Now, all correct entries were put in our drawing. Now, remember, the winner receives a cool UIL Science t-shirt, some cool science socks, some glucose treats, and a coupon voucher for extra credit points added to their exam, to any exam, for their third nine weeks. And the winner... For our Trivia Podcast Challenge for Episode 11 is... Camila Rodriguez. Congratulations, Camila. I'll probably be sending you your prizes through mail since you are a virtual student. And now for our final story, reminder, announcement. Hey, need some extra review material for the upcoming exam? Well, check out the videos posted on the Google Classroom stream and the AP Assigned Classroom videos. 4.1, 4.2, 4.3, and 4.4 over cell communication and 3.6 for cell respiration. Make sure you check those out. Always some excellent review material with these videos. Cool story, bro. now for our final segment, TV streaming with Mr. V. And this week, I'm sharing my quick non-spoiler reaction review of Marvel's new TV series, WandaVision, which you can watch on Disney+. Okay, so let's talk WandaVision, which I think is a bold, weird, brave new start for Marvel in the television realm. A big swing that I think pays off. Now, this series is hugely entertaining, more so for viewers who appreciate sitcoms of the 50s, 60s, and 70s, as each episode will pay homage to a specific decade. It also rewards us hardcore, geeky Marvel fans with huge Easter eggs sprinkled in throughout, cultivating in an awesome sauce of a premiere. Now, this show is amazing as its cast, characters, and sets, and filmmakers commit themselves to making a sitcom for the majority of each episode its runtimes. It is drastically different from anything Marvel has created in the past, a point which I cannot be overemphasized. Now, Wanda and The Vision, who is officially dead, spoilers, endgame, are playing house, mirroring those who did this before them on the titles like The Dick Van Dyke Show, I Dream of Jeannie, I Love Lucy, and Bewitched. Now, it takes a minute to buy in as there is such a bizarre format for a Marvel story to be told, but with Wanda vision never wavering from its commitment to the style the script and the performances this allows the viewers to buy in and simply have a great time watching something which is only complemented by the inclusion of a live studio audience providing energy and laughs in the background but at the same time giving the sense of uneasiness throughout the show and there's a mystery a little mystery underlying that something more sinister might be bubbling in the background or this world occupied by Wanda and Vision. So, I love this show. So far, I give it five stars, two thumbs up, and I can't wait for episode three on Friday. Now, do you have thoughts about the show or even any questions? Well, let's start a conversation. Just email me your thoughts at olvelas at nisd.net. We interrupt this segment for an important message from the E211 AP Dual Credit Biology Newsroom. Hey, want some extra credit? Maybe a cool UIL Science t-shirt, some funky socks, maybe some glucose treats? Well, answer the following trivia questions and send them to ovelas at nsd.net with your name and period. All correct entries will be entered in the drawing, which will be on January 24th. So here we go with episode 12's Podcast Trivia Challenge. Question Number one, what are the three parts to a cell signaling pathway? Once again, what are the three parts to a cell signaling pathway? Question two, in the first episode of WandaVision, there is a commercial for a kitchen appliance. What is this kitchen appliance and who is the manufacturer maker of this kitchen appliance? Question number three, besides carbohydrates, what other metabolites can be broken down through cell respiration? Question number four, in the second episode of WandaVision, what gets stuck inside vision's robotic parts? And our final question, guys, what is the name of the enzyme found in the reactions of glycolysis that breaks glucose in half into two G3Ps? So there you go, my fellow biology nerds. Once again, submit your answers to ovelas at nsd.net with your name and period. Once again, all correct entries will be put in the drawing held on January 24th. This ends this transmission. Well, that brings us to an end of Episode 12, Season 2 of Evolving with Mr. V. I hope you found this podcast informative and somewhat entertaining. I want to thank Free Music Archive, Sound Bible, Zapsplat, and Soundboard for the music and sound effects on the podcast. This podcast was written, produced, and recorded by Entertainment 720, a Velasquez production company. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment on the podcast on your podcast listening podcast platform. Also, make sure to follow the Evolving with Mr. V Instagram page, keeping you informed of all things AP Dual Credit Biology. Well, this is your host, Mr. Oscar Velasquez, your Master of the Biological Arts, signing off and reminding you to please, please, for your professor's sake, study for your exam.